Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Yes Law, the lyrical dive into Anderson Pack's discography. And today we will be taking a look at the final track off of the second studio album, Malibu, and the song is called The Dreamer. The Dreamer features a guest verse by Talib Kweli and also backing vocals by the Taman Family Choir, which consists of Ronald, Deja, Milan, and Paris Taman. And what he said about them, uh, well, he was basically influenced a lot by church music and these this is a church choir so and church music actually did inspire him a lot in his day um and he actually did talk a little bit about church music and what he said was it was one of the few baptist black churches in the country county evangelist black church and i get there and the choir and everyone is shouting and i was like this is sick I never had experienced anything like it. My mom was adopted, her father was a preacher, but she never pushed it on us. I was just going for the music. At church, I was around some of the most amazing singers and musicians I could even imagine. That's where I was exposed to a lot of the singing and subconsciously I was absorbing all of it. When you hear my style now, you can hear a lot of church in my music. So you can definitely hear the inspirations that it puts on music and this song too because of the choir he features on the song to give it the churchy feel. And it's produced by Callum Connor, aka Low Def, who worked with them a lot. And there's also background vocals by Mario Bills. I don't they might be in the Tamon family choir. I didn't really like do a full deep listen listening for one voice that sounded different. But I just separate him from the Tamon family choir really just because his last name is Bills and not Taman, so he might have been. Well, also, Genius said that there was four people in the Taman family car, and I counted four Tamans, so yeah. So that's really all I have for information about people. Now let's talk about the song. So the penultimate track of this album, which was Celebrate, which is also the previous track, because obviously this is the final track. Um, it ended with a pot smoking surfer sample that leads into this track, and the skit from Celebrate starts with the partnership of the of the board and the body of the fellow that is doing the maneuvers in the front direction with the with this waves. What interests me now? Chaotic surfing, nervous surfing, and uh, power surfing has its has its merits, and I. Uh, I can, it fascinates me, that's just not my direction, I, I can only speak for myself, and this continues on to this song with the intro skit, where he says, I enjoy some of the old and I enjoy the new, and if I can find a balance between it, that's where I find my satisfaction. So this Pot Smoking Surfers excerpt is obviously continued from Celebrate, and it is blended into the song to like have it transition nicely and it's the segment basically describes how Anderson creates his music blending a bunch of older styles that was used both older music older soulful music in general like from the 60s and also older rap artists from like the 80s and 90s and putting them into like kind of modernizing that sound so that's basically how he creates his music and that's what the excerpt is describing. 
So after the skit, we get into the actual song, which starts with a little intro song by the Tamana Family Choir, which is just don't stop now, keep dreaming, repeated five times. And they're basically just encouraging the listener, and actually possibly Anderson in the context of the song, that they should never give up on their dreams. That's pretty straightforward. I don't think I really need to explain five words that are repeated throughout the intro uh, any clearer. So after this, Anderson starts us off with the first verse, and he starts off by saying, I'm on my fifth brew and my rent's due. So Anderson has had five beers already tonight, and despite this, he's unable to pay for his rent at the moment. He has struggled to pay for bills. Comes from a struggle to be financially responsible in the first place, and he recognizes this, and he accepts this, but is optimistic that soon he will not have to worry about this anymore, that he'll be able to have five beers when his rent is due, because he won't have to be struggling to get cash anymore. Six and wet roof, I can see it all. He has dreams and aspirations to succeed, and he's confident to a point where he can see himself in that position. Hold on to my hand, that's my little dude. He's referring to his son, who he's holding on to tightly, because even if he does not have a lot right now, he has his son, which is something he's very proud of to have in the first place. Look at Kenzo, swagging like his pa. So Anderson is referring to Kenzo Takada, founder of the luxury house Kenzo. He's saying that he's just hanging in life and compares his compares Takada's show life to a tiger's paw and a tiger is the brand the logo. So that's where that comes in. One for the occasion and get your good suit. Fuck your reservation, bitch I brought them all. So he is deciding to try and do something special one time at some point. And since it's a special occasion he's telling someone to get dressed up because they may not have an opportunity like this again. He's also saying that there is no need to make reservations because he has all time in the world right now due to not being able to... Well, he's not really busy because he's not successful enough to have like a lot of meetings or people want to see him or anything. Um... Look at where you came from, Californication, since a little baby in boogie boards and reading a cookie drama, radio analog. So he's paying homage to his roots, reminiscing on time when he was just mischievous to play for young child, skateboarding and reading cookie drugs. He also developed a passion for music when he was young, as the song references his analog radio he has as a kid. And analog radios aren't really that common anymore, they were things of a while ago so it shows how long he's had this passion and it concludes with I wanted them Nikes and Mama got me lugs so this is included to show that he didn't always get what he wanted he wanted a certain pair of shoes but his family could only afford the a cheaper brand for him and that is the conclusion of the first verse of the song which is talked about in the point of view of past Anderson. So we move on to a chorus which is performed both by Anderson and the Taman Family Choir and it starts with this one's for all the little dreamers and the ones who never gave a fuck. So Anderson is dedicating this song to the kids that are persistent at big goals and dreams. He wants them to succeed and is encouraging them to keep going. I'm in product with the tube and the free lunch. 
living room watching old reruns. He grew up in a low-income family where he had to rely on a free lunch system at school so he could eat. He also had to use a tube television growing up, something that was no longer prevalent in the 80s and 90s because technology had advanced and more advanced televisions had been in place. He's saying that if he can make it, then you can too. And who cares if daddy couldn't be here? Mama always kept the cable on. I'm a product of the tube in the free lunch living room watching old reruns. So it doesn't matter how many people raise you. It matters whether or not they're doing a good job and if they can provide for their children. If they can, then you basically have it good. And Anderson's basically saying how thankful he is for his mother that she was able to raise him, like, functionally. So after this, we move on to Anderson's second verse, in which he starts off with, One for the occasion, fuck your reservation. At this point, Anderson is more successful. In these repeated lines from the first verse, he's going back to his youth for old time's sake. He also has people making these reservations for him for once, because when before, most people didn't even know who he was. Call up all the haters, it's official. He can tell the haters officially that they're wrong because while they were telling him he didn't make it or succeed he was ignoring them because he was too busy to become successful and now that he is they're wrong californication ever since a baby californication is a dream of living in a luxurious california lifestyle while ignoring the dark side of it despite this he's happy that he made it in the first place and the good heavily outweighs the bad in this instance radio and cable i got the dish too Anderson's life has upgraded. He went from his radio being old and analog to the newer kinds. The TV went from being an old tube television used in the 60s to the modern technologies of cable and satellite. And also another interesting point here that the verse ends right here. And it's obviously significantly shorter than the first one. And what I'm thinking is this shows... How his life changed from when he was not famous and successful and had significantly more time on his hands, which is when the first verse takes place, until now, where this first takes place, he's more successful. He's um, basically more... Uh, he doesn't have a lot of time on his hands, so he doesn't have a lot of time to do this verse, which is why it's a lot shorter. And... Yeah, that's basically... How I saw it. So after this, we get another round of the chorus. And then we get an interlude by the Taman Family Choir, but it's the same Don't Stop Now, Keep Dreaming lines that were repeated from the intro, only instead this time it's said nine times instead of five. Ooh. So, yeah, really nothing to see here. And then we get a shortened version of the chorus where every other line is just replaced by an inter- instrumental. Don't really need... Th- think I need to analyze that because like I already analyzed the lines and they don't really hold much significance being cut out but then we get a bridge by Talib Quayle this is where he starts to come on and he starts off with this is the music that you gotta feel gave you the truth before I got a deal no rabbit in a hat ain't no magic ain't no copperfield Talib's music is not lies before he was famous he had his struggles. He contrasted to magic with living like magic, which makes you think something that's fake is real. This shit is real, and Dave Copperfield is the most commercially successful magi- magician, and he's um, a successful rapper, so yeah, that definitely contrasts it 
there. And then he continues with more like a panther, Huey Newton and Bobby Seale. So rather than a rabbit, which is known for being soft, he compares himself to a panther, generally tougher animal. This is also a reference to the Black Panther group, a civil rights organization, and he name drops Huey and Bobby Seale, two who af- activists for African American rights. And then he continues with word to the free lunch who knew what we would become what would be defunct what rumors would be debunked so like anderson Tolib was part of the free lunch program and grew up financially struggling nobody would have guessed that someone like him would be as big as he is today and then after this he's repeated and that's how the that's how his bridge goes and now we go on to his verse which starts with Used to be scared of all my fears till I woke up from this nightmare. Talib used to have fears until he realized that there was nothing to be afraid of. So now he's basically become fearless in this world. Now will we become of a dream deferred? Now until we leave this earth. So this is a reference to the uh, Langston Hughes poem, Dream Deferred, who was an, a famous African-American poet. And his dreams are difficult to realize, but he wonders if... They will come true before the time he dies. And he might as well achieve him given the time he has left. And he could have one day left or he could have a hundred years left. So just in case he does end up having a hundred years left. Like obviously you should prepare for if you have one day left. Which has been a theme that did run throughout the album. But if you do have a hundred years left. You might as well just take. Might as well just. Um take advantage of those hundred years to like do something with your life uh the music makers speakers burst i always put my feet people first it's deep when how when i say that speak they say i'm preaching like a leader church so he puts his fans before anything else and loves them to all extent he's honored to be making music for them and that they are playing the music that he made is a surprise and honor even in the in the first place no proper opposition, competition, gonna need him. My job as an artist is making miracles. So nothing brings people together like music does. Talib is recognizing how his music does things that nothing else can, that no other career or job profession can because like music has a special place in a lot of people's hearts. And they conclude with to show you how to struggle poetic and make it lyrical crystallize the thought and make it clear to you and make the revolution irresistible so Talib finishes his verse by giving advice to anybody who may be struggling to find their very voice so they can see the success that he's seen and then after this we get another round of the chorus then another nine don't stop now keep dreamings and then there's a little outro skit that will close off the song which eventually ends up closing out the album so this outro skit um i assume it's sample but like i can't really find any of these fucking skit samples anyway so well the point of the samples doesn't really matter it's more what is the song saying which is the point of this podcast and the outro skit is now evolution, where is it all going? Is it coming to an end or is it just beginning? There's one fellow who knows Malibu quite well at a certain time in history. 
I doubt if very few people are able to find these types of conditions again due to crowds and controls and much bureaucracy. There are other areas which are magnificent treasures of the world, and for somebody with adventure and excitement in their lives, they ha and they have a lot of excitement and adventure, they can find a way this way of living. So this outro draws parallel to Anderson's life and personality. He was that one fellow that knew Malibu very well, and while it's not perfect, he appreciates it for what it is. And those other magnificent areas really make it worth it. And Anderson is a dreamer, like the song and the outro describes, and the outro also kind of fits in the song because it shows how um, there was... It shows how um, somebody um, with these kinds of dreams can basically just, basically just, I don't know, like, live there. Or, like, say someone grew up there, they could really make their way if they um, were able to have, a, like, ambitions or aspirations for life they would be able to settle down Malibu and it would be it wouldn't be bad for them alright this is the final time we're going to be doing a song conclusion for season 2 it's going to be the last song conclusion for a Malibu track because I already did the uh, 14th song well 13th last song conclusion because I doubled up parking lot and lightweight and then I also doubled up room in here and waterfall Wait, no, it was lightweight in room in here. I doubled up, and then waterfall and your prime that I doubled up. Fucking stupid. Um, and then I already did the bonus episode, too. So this is going to be the last conclusion I make for a Malibu song. So the dreamer tells the story of how Anderson was able to succeed with his dream, despite the fact that it seemed out of reach for him. He spends the first verse from the mindset of the past self, who was poor and had little chance of succeeding. And the second verse... From the perspective of him now, a successful and changed man that is a result of hard work and perseverance. And then Talib Quayley comes in spending his verse talking about his fans and the fact that he has this many and what his music can do for them is really a shock for him. He didn't expect to make it this big, him of all people. The intended takeaway for the song is for the listener to be inspired by the stories of their upbringings. If people like Anderson Pack and Talib Quayley can make it, then you can too. So, thank you guys for listening to this through the um, big break, the people that stuck around, even though there's not money, but I'm hoping to get numbers back up. I uh, got a Twitter account, so that I think could work numbers, because I think I'll probably be using that more than Instagram, considering how easier it is to get attention on Instagram no it's easier to get attention on Twitter than it is on Instagram because like threads and shit and then like the weirdest shit end up trending too so yeah so definitely retweet this shit when the episode drops and also share it wherever you want to share it uh, rate it 5 stars on whatever you're using it on and stick around for the finale. Uh, for the finale, though, I will end up... Uh, I will do an analysis of the Ann Clemens album, Happy to Be Here, because I do want to talk about that. And announcement. As of today, or whenever I'm dropping the episode, 
I will be doing another Reddit forum like last year of basic takeaways that you have in this album. So that Reddit post will be linked in the description of this post. Um, I did this for Venice and there was actually a better turnout than I expected. I'm hoping to have a good turnout for Malibu. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate the people that do listen to this podcast, even if it isn't really many. But um, this actually does remind me of a tweet that Jake Hole sent out, like, a lot, like, 11 years ago, as I'm pulling it out right now, April 3rd, 2009, he tweeted out, Yo, I got 502 followers, probably not a lot for most of these other rappers, but I'm thankful for each and every person who got that follow. And that's basically me for every single person that listens to this podcast. So thank you guys for listening. I know it's not a lot of you, but hey, people are giving me attention and I like that. So yeah, enough dragging this shit on. Uh, Thank you guys for listening and I will catch you guys next time. Take care, guys.